1: Hey, hey, Gator Nation. Welcome back to the Respect Our Decision podcast. It's November 16th, and this is your boy, Hirsch. And with me, as always, is the man, Mike. What's going on? And the hype man, Wes.
2: What's good? What's good, Gator Nation?
1: Hey, hey, Gator Nation. We got a lot to talk about today on the recruiting front. And as we get ready for the Vanderbilt game... But as always, guys, make sure you go out and download us wherever you get your podcasts from. We're available on all major podcast providers. And make sure you check out our YouTube channel at Respect Our Decision. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Like each and every video. Leave us a comment. We like reading y'all's comments every week. We appreciate them. And as always, guys, if you'd like to support us as creators, check out our Patreon at Respect Our Decision. Each and every dollar we make out of this podcast, we put right back into the show so we can just keep getting better for you guys. And we want to thank, give a big shout out to our newest patron, Justin Martin. Justin, thank you very much. We appreciate you. And as always, guys, make sure you go give a check out to our sponsor, Camwood Supplements. Visit camwoodsupplements.com for all your workout, post workout recovery, and greens for your digestive health, good clean supplements. Make sure you enter code RESPECT20 to save 20% off your first purchase. And with that being said, guys, we're going to jump right on into it. we got a lot to talk about, like I said at the top. And to start us off, our man Wes is going to hit us up with the Friday night under the lights update as these kids that are future Gators and Gator targets are starting to hit the playoff stretch here in high school football. Wes, what we got?
2: Appreciate it, Hurst. As you just stated, uh, a lot of guys are in the playoffs. Well, the majority of high school football is in the playoffs right now, so uh, that's where a lot of our stats are going to come from. Uh, so it's limited, and plus we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. So we have three guys. And, of course, it's only right that we start with our newest commit, uh, our quarterback of the class, uh, Jaden Rashada. Uh, he threw for two TDs and rushed for another. Uh, he only played the first half. His team was already up. at halftime. So big shout-out to our new QB. He had a good night, uh, only playing the first half and had three total TDs on the night. Uh, A wide receiver that we are very, very thrilled to have in the class, Eugene Wilson. Uh, Hopefully he can take Mike's spot um, in his heart because, you know, Mike was a big Whitmore fan. Eugene is kind of a St. Elk as far as a great athlete. I know we had some concerns about our punt return uh, this season. Hopefully that's a guy we can see back there returning punts next year as he's very, very shifty. Uh, so we had Eugene Wilson with eight catches, 153 yards, and two TDs in a win. So big shout-out to Eugene, future Gator. And our last one, uh, another guy that you know we hop on our DB play and how good our DB class is, uh, and Jakeem Jackson. He had two TDs, excuse me, two INTs on the night. Uh, so that's a guy that Corey Raymond, He's very, very high on somebody that we felt that was underrated when he first committed and he kept boosting up in the ranking. So, a uh, big shout out to Jakeen uh, on his two INTs on the night. Of course, he does play receiver some too. So, uh, a phenomenal athlete and a great addition to the future gated class for this 23 class. So, uh, any one of those guys you guys want to talk about that you like, hopefully Mike can talk about Eugene. I, I think I can switch him over.
3: Well, for, for the record, I was a fan of uh, Blue Chip. Uh, Creed Whitmore once he uh you know just <laughs> opted to mess up our you know Bullshit Billy's ratio um he, he was you know what what dropped accordingly so uh I just want to go on the record for that um but no Eugene wilson um you can easily debate he's the best rider here during class. So and uh, I, I'm highly excited to you know see him and to get a uniform next year, and just uh Jaden Rashada just doing Jaden Rashada things. So um, even if he's not necessarily you know playing you know um, starting next year, it doesn't matter. He's extreme, uber talented and Sandwich King Jackson just uh, like you said the best, just phenomenal find by the best tech, best coach in the country.
1: Yeah, it was nice. Jaden Rashad, you know, he said, hey, guys, I got to get to Gainesville in the morning and let's go ahead and get this wrapped up so I can get on out of here. Um, So his team and him. Yeah, man. So him and his team put in work. Uh, Eugene Wilson can't. Every time this kid has touched the field this year, he had some time off with an injury, but every time he's been on the field, it's pretty much been a performance like this. Um, I, find, I see no way that this kid doesn't find a way to touch the field in some capacity next year. He just—he's too good of an athlete. Even if it's maybe as a kick returner, punt returner, some—they're going to find ways to get the ball in this kid's hands. Um, and once again, Jakeem Jackson, uh, arguably quarterback one right now in this class. Um, maybe not in a ranking sense, but I got a feeling talent-wise, he's probably the best pure corner in this class right now him and Denson probably fighting that 1a 1b um a lot of guys uh games were shifted around due to the storm so um weren't able to get numbers on a lot of guys and a lot of guys maybe didn't play this weekend I know Treyon Webb and Trinity will be in the playoffs this weekend and a lot of other kids so um we'll have the under the lights thread going this weekend maybe on Friday and Saturday uh as kids are playing both days you you'll be sure to check that out so guys with that being said we're gonna move right on into some recruiting updates and man like we've you know we kicked it off talking about Rashada and our raw reaction episode make sure y'all go check that out if you haven't already we covered the uh South Carolina game and the Jaden Rashada flip because that was too big not to talk about and um Recruiting is uh, white hot right now for the Florida Gators. Um, Recruiting is is fun in a way that it has not been fun at the University of Florida in quite some time. Uh, Billy Napier and staff and the Army making tremendous moves. And the top move that was just come out yesterday is that five-star offensive tackle, Samson Uncanola, is visiting for a multiple-day visit. With his family, and they got into town last night. And word is so far, they're having a great time on campus. Um, guys, I got a feeling you know, this is this would be the highest ranked offensive lineman we've had since I believe Martez Ivy, if we were able to pull this off. Um, this kid is heavily he's been heavily favored in Miami for quite some time. The only other unofficial visit that he's taken was to Miami when they, uh, a few weeks ago when they got throttled by Florida state. Um, you know, and look, you can say what you will about who the favorite is here, but if he was so heavily favored, I believe right by, he would have already committed by now. If that was the case, this kid is looking to be blown away. And it, um, and looks like he's got some serious interest in the Gators and what we got to sell. This may be uh, one of those, hey, you get the, the big time quarterback and others will follow kind of deal. What y'all want to th- talk? What y'all want to add to that?
3: This guy, you um, he said he's the best um, high school tackle since Ivy, and he's better than Ivy because uh, Ivy came from I want to say Popka, which is uh, I want to say they. They're option-running team, at least at that time, the popka Blue Daughters. So, that being said, Samson Ucanola is the prototypical left tackle. Um, if you haven't seen any highlights about, from, from him, like some camps or anything, or even playing, I highly encourage you to check it out. Um, he he plays mean. This is bottom He's a line. monster. He just plays with an attitude that you just can't teach. You know, I would say Barbaresque, you know, my boy. But um, so they would definitely get along. But he, uh, in my opinion, especially he's putting on ten pounds on, and he's day one ready. So he's has uh, the size. Uh, he he's, he's listed on 24 twenty four seven as a uh, six five three hundred five. You get him to about three ten, and he and he carries it so well. You know, he's lean. He's um, but he seems a muscu- he look, appears to be muscular. He doesn't, you know, doesn't need time to uh, truly fill out. So, if anything, he, is, he, he would need time to gain his uh, grown man's strength. But he's just mean, he's athletic, and he's, he's out for blood every snap. And you, that is just something you can't teach. Not to mention, he would fill an uh, um, obvious potential void, depending on how you look at it with the Tarquin and Barber situation, with Garage leaving. Wes?
2: Yeah, I mean, just echoing some of the things that you guys already stated, I mean, this kid is – I know when you think of big guys, you don't think of athletic, but he's one of those big guys that is a great athlete. Um, That's why he is a five-star at his size and height. Um, So, uh, to me, uh, this is one of our fan questions that I'll kind of answer right now uh, that we kind of answered on Sunday about the Jaden Roshada effect. This is the Jaden Roshada effect, in in it is too – um, because you have a quarterback, and a, any offensive lineman wants to play and protect a good quarterback. They usually, especially if you're a left tackle, uh, that's usually the the best friend. He protects the the blind side of the quarterback, so um, that helps uh, with get us getting Jaden Rashada last week with getting somebody uh, of this caliber. Not saying that we weren't in it before, but this only enhanced that having uh, the quarterback. Then you have to look at the offensive line and what we've been doing the last couple of weeks, punishing teams running the football. We have a, the best right guard in college football. That speaks volumes to what the staff has been doing and developing. Uh, so he, if he wants to come and be a part of that, uh, I think that uh, it, it, we know what Florida brings as far as education and all those factors as well. So we have a lot to offer. Uh, we're putting together a great class. Uh, you see it on film as far as the run game and, and uh, with the offensive linemen that we have now. So we're um, a great addition. Mike said it. He can come in and start day one and left tackle really was garage. So uh he will be a big, big time get. Yeah, you gotta love the coaching
3: job by uh, sale and uh, Stapleton. You know, just gotta, gotta gotta love the coaching job of those guys. And also um, I'll be happy to have him for the three years that he's here.
0: Yeah.
1: No no doubt. They they, you know, we talked about it. They started slow on the recruiting trail. Um, but boy, they when they flipped the switch, they flipped it. Um, we're gonna talk about another target here in a minute. Um, but these guys are on full bore right now recruiting. Um you know, kudos to Marathon like nice sprint, baby. You put the product on the field and let it speak for you sometimes. Uh so here's hoping, guys. Let's uh, you know, the the pancake honcho as he likes to call himself is looking for a, a IHOP NIL deal. Maybe we can make that happen for him. Um I'm sure they'd be happy to uh have, he likes to put pank pancake concho on everything so another big piece of recruiting news that also came out yesterday we've talked about him many many times and boy it's you don't want to be greedy but dj lagway 2024 five-star quarterback has announced that he is committing december 7th um you know what? I'll be greedy. Give me every daggum big-name quarterback you can get on Get them on campus and let them battle it out and put the best guy out there. We'll figure it out later. Um, USC
3: did it for about a decade.
1: Yep. Uh, hey, Georgia stockpiles five-star, four-star quarterbacks. Doesn't seem to have a problem keeping them all on campus. I don't – hey, um, DJ reacted to the Rashada commitment news very positively. Um, word is he, it doesn't affect him one way or another. I mean, now here's the thing. And I mean, I think you guys will agree with this when you're a five-star quarterback and you're being recruited by the top programs in the country, you're going to have four and five-star quarterbacks to compete against everywhere you go. So if you're going to go to those programs, you're going to compete no matter where you go. So you're not going to see these guys get scared off by, by the Jaden Rashadas of the world, or wherever else you know you may be looking at.
3: Not to Where mention, th- you it, it'd be one thing if they took two five stars or high, you know, uh, another high four in the same class. But if you if a kid's scared in a different class, you don't want the kid. And and DJ Lagway ain't that kid. So, Any, uh, Wes, what's
1: your thoughts, man? I know you're excited. You, you've been on. You are the twenty four guy.
2: Yeah, you know, but I've always said, and i say it here now, I will be very, very disappointed if this class in 24 is not top five. No, Mike don't really – maybe Mike is eat because we're in, what, November? So in getting into Mike's December, not ready
1: to discuss it yet.
2: Yeah, I know how he is about the next class, but he should be because, I mean, December is right around the corner. Never heard of The 90 days is, is about to be here in about a month and a week or so, so maybe he can discuss it now. But as we know – uh, we said this on the last podcast when it was a question about uh, will Rashad scare away DJ Lagway? No. Um, if you look at the the Clemson's and the, like you stated the Georgias and the Bama's, this is what they do. You you recruit these guys. Um, you should not re- recruit Rashad because you're scared that may push away Lagway. It's not every school he's trying to go to already has a guy on staff on the roster that is that that, that caliber. And I am so happy that uh, we may be able to get this kid. Uh, he is the linchpin into what I assume will be that top five, top three class. So hopefully we can get him in here. And I'm glad that he pushed it up because we don't have to wait long.
1: Mike, any other thoughts before we uh, move on from DJ Lagway?
3: Um, I'll just – like what Wes has been saying and this pretty much just said, get your quarterback in, get him in now, let him get the class. And not, to, and not to mention he has that, he has that aura that attracts other kids. Not every, I don't care if you're a five-star player or not, he has that aura that kids want to go play for him. So, I mean, you can be, Rashad, he seems a little bit more quiet. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, kids are still you know, wanting to play with him. However, uh, Lagway seems a little different. Just a little more uh, outspoken. Oh,
2: cool. Where's he from, Mike?
3: From Texas. <clears throat> Where do good Where the quarterbacks co- come from? There's three states I want my quarterbacks from Texas, California, and uh, Georgia. There you go. Period. And we're in play for two quarterbacks from 24
2: from Georgia and Texas. Um, there you go. And we yeah, got one talking- from and we just got one from california <laughs> yeah. um
3: I don't like too many things from California, but I'll take quarterback
1: i I really um kudos to the staff and everyone involved on the d j lagway recruitment. I know it's not over yet. we got a ways to go, but the staff identified d j lagway very early, set their sights on him, made sure he knew he was the priority. And never wavered.
3: I think that's Um, major. What you're saying that is
1: major league big boy ball and kudos to even the students at the university of Florida who got involved when DJ was visiting. I mean, this has been a, uh, for lack of a better term, a collective effort. I mean, everybody has come together to make sure that it, if this deal don't get done, it'll be one of the biggest surprises to me. Uh, Well, maybe you shouldn't say that because, you know, (laughs) we're not very far removed from Cormani, but these aren't, they're not the same kinds of kids and I'm not going to sit here and slight anybody, any, any kid for their decision. But, uh, the Lagway family is just a, is a different, different breed altogether. They're very serious, upstanding, very serious, have taken this complete process in the most professional manner maybe I've ever seen, uh, Going, being thankful to everyone involved, videotaping their their trips and putting it out there, even time with the coaches, and just been an incredible thing to watch. And if you haven't watched any of those videos, I highly suggest maybe you go on YouTube and search search DJ Lagway and watch some of those. Just really neat behind-the-scenes perspective of recruiting
3: visits. And, and real quick, back to what like, uh, you guys were just saying. Where's Doug? Where's Jalen Kid from? Where is Jado Kim from? Is he Texas? Oh, no, he's a Texas boy. QB, QB two. <laughs> All right,
1: guys. Well, let's you know we um that's the major news that's come out here so far this week. Um, let's talk about some things that happened this past weekend. We had some great visitors in the swamp this weekend. Um, starting with a another offensive lineman. As we were talking about a second ago, we'd get to this guy in a second. Florida State commitment, offensive tackle, four-star offensive tackle, Lucas Simmons was in the swamp, and, um well, I mean, it wasn't long after he left the swamp that his buddy, uh, Mr. Roderick Kearney, was tweeting out the old sunglass emoji. Now, you take for that what you will, but, man, and once again, this offensive line class might be coming together real quick. Like, now, there's nothing to say that he has committed or is silently committed, but there's a lot of smoke. And I uh, and I know our, mo- our boy Mike. You know he's he kind of feels like Mr. Atkins over there at Florida State might be looking at some job opportunities that might help us with this. he's yeah, smart, he is.
3: <laughs> well, Lucas Simmons is the second is the best thing to come out of Sweden since Abba. <laughs> so and I and I love I love me some some Abba. So get me that get me him on campus, and not to mention. We take him. We take FSU soul on on the trail. I mean, just I, I'm, absolutely steal. I'm, I'm here to take souls. At, at that's how I feel. I'm he's here to take somebody's soul. Hey, <laughs> someone look like he's retired. I'm, 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 I'm on the trail.
2: So. take.
3: Hey, so. I'm here to uh, take
2: souls. Like digging so. holes and come.
3: taking souls. They try. They try to, <laughs> to spin carry Whatever. Okay. You, you can't talk around uh, Simmons. What's good about Simmons? He's not ready day one. He does need to be developed. So, um, big body just needs some technique. Yeah, I'm looking. You're looking best case near year two, most likely year three, depending on how you know how a body takes on the weight. But at the end of the day, he's six three hundred pounds. Just time and, for your boy Barber
1: to to move on down the road.
3: Yeah. So it um <laughs> and now it'll it'll work out, but he's – the potential is through the roof with his size. So yeah, and it's just and he hasn't been playing football all that long.
2: Nope. Wes, any
1: thoughts on Lucas
2: Simmons? Yeah, I mean, we already took <laughs> one guy from Florida State. Uh, if we're going to take anything from out of their class, uh, it's best to take their offensive lineman from one of their best recruiters because he knows offensive linemen. He's a good recruiter. So, uh, like Mike said, you do the shang and I'm here to take your son. You're just sold. And uh, get Lucas Simmons. That'll be a big development piece in the future. Hopefully he can turn out like our uh his boy Barbara turned out. Uh he doesn't have to start day one with what we already have coming back. And especially if we get uh Samson in. So uh I, I would love to get him added to add the class. He's a he's a very, very good potentially uh uh I would be in if I'm thinking future I'm thinking that we may get Samson. So I'm leaning seventy percent towards Samson. So you get him, he can be your right tackle of the future.
1: Absolutely. I mean the, these guys have got a plan on this man. I think they're they're just looking now to just stockpile those trenches like we had heard they were trying to do from the from the outset of this class.
3: Um and before Another, you move on, Hirsch. Oh, go yeah. No, sorry. Yeah, it, it's just like, like I said, man. I can't discount it enough. Just when you have the, the the type of recruiters on the offensive line, you know, it's just they just consistently, you know. And P, Kearney, all right, you're you're up, and then you know S- Simmons. No, I'm gonna go higher. So I mean, I'm just at this point, I'm just going down the list. How high can I go?
1: Yeah, I mean it's that's what it looks like that you're I'm just not, looking around saying, you know, whose stuff are we about to snatch?
3: <laughs> I think Webb had a I think Webb had a funny tweet though. I wanna I wanna I want off, to offensive offensive linemen just because I can.
1: He's a savage. I love it. And um and segueing that into uh the next guy we had visiting that was kind of a surprise. Um Ohio State running back commit Mark Fletcher was at the game with some family on a saturday and word on the street is he came away very impressed um another word on the street is that he had uh skipped out on several visits to ohio state that he just doesn't seem very interested in the process and that he just kind of was like yeah i'm not gonna make it this week and has done that a couple of times and um i think mark fletcher might be on flip watch for the good guys um at first I was kind of surprised cause I didn't think we'd be taking another running back this class with a uh, Trayon in the class. But then if you look at it, you know, you at this point you're thinking Naquan is gone. We've talked about that and we suspect Lorenzo Lingard will be gone. That running back room will get thin pretty quick. So this looks to me like a, a pretty good take. Um, here late in the class. Wes, what you think?
2: Um, one thing I'm not going to, uh, in Mike's words, as far as how he trusts the offensive line and how we trust Corey Raymond and how we trust Colbert, I'm going to trust what they do at running back. Uh, they put guys in the NFL. Uh, we saw a lot. Well, i don't to say we saw. If you watch NFL, you saw Mitchell come back from the 49ers, had a big year last year at running back. Um, and I think he even with McCaffrey there, he he led the team in rushing the other day. So I'm not going to challenge whoever they take at running back. I'm good. And you just pointed out that our depth might be getting uh, a little thin there. Uh, so we could flip Fletcher, being that we only have uh, ETN and uh and Thompson coming back next year. I'm excuse me, Johnson coming back next year. Uh, and then we kind of have ETN running kickoffs back. Kind of need somebody back there as well. Um, another back in the class. We always thought we may take a second one if he was uh, of that caliber that we need. So I'm not gonna trust the staff. If they want to flip uh, flip Fletcher and, and get him in the class, I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, the Washington film is a good uh, RB two.
3: Mike, Mike, you're muted. Rookie move. My apologies. <laughs> right now, um, like Fletcher, I'm in Fort Lauderdale. It's 79 degrees. Pretty darn beautiful. Gainesville, it's 60 degrees. Once again, pretty darn beautiful. It's 29 freaking degrees <laughs> in Columbus, Ohio. Not to mention, you have to walk amongst Ohioans. And that's a whole nother breed of people. So take... I'm that's, that's all I got to say. Um, that's a big time. Get the um, nice, uh, you know, th- thunder and lightning with web two sixty overall and a composite, not to mention he's coming from American heritage, a uh, big time uh, school with a lot of talent down there and just get uh, get the roots planted. We already got some roots down in um, part of me, St. Thomas Aquinas. We're like with SAP. So just keep hey keep on establishing get that foothold in South Florida even though uh you know I was told a to coach down south you know putting up a fence so just keep on moving down south get get the kids who you want um put put, put a sniper on it and get it done flip them we, we already got one kid from there make why not another yeah not to mention this proves a point to Ohio State get out of state it's not worth it move it back to Texas where you were a couple of years ago unless you're Brian Hardline because it's Brian Hardline
1: yeah um when we start winning some receiver battles with them then I'll know we're officially arrived <laughs> um yeah good luck then then we're a nat- we're a real national threat when uh <laughs> good luck
3: <laughs> yeah
1: um I saw his potential
3: class for next year and it's 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 not even fair
1: yeah no no doubt um one more big time visitor that was in town as we mentioned last week uh Desmond ricks five star cornerback at ing made the trip for this game as well. Um looked like he had a really great time from all that I saw this week um and last weekend as he came out of his visit was really sitting around having a good time with the recruits. Um this is going to be a battle, man. It's going to be a, Desmond Ricks is going to be a battle until the the moment he signs um us LSU and Bama Uh, Most think it's us and LSU. Um, A lot of people think LSU is the favorite right now, and they very may well be, but it's not a big-time favorite, if so. This is a very tight race, and um, every trip matters. So it was good to have him in, see a victory, see the defense play well. So um, Ricks would certainly be a, a tremendous plus one to this class at this point. We agree on that. And that's
3: another, yeah, and that's another statement piece um, nationally as well. Uh, we are like we saying one A, one B. It takes a lot of a lot of egg off of our face, and then that you could uh, arguably say that evens the uh, the battle from with Perkins last year.
1: Yeah, man, you got to close this one out. I, I, yeah, I know no. it's a luxury. I know it's a luxury at this point. Um,
3: but a, you know we we expect to have Cormani. What do big time programs get? Yeah, we need those top fifty recruits. Luxuries, exactly. Yes, you don't get. Okay, I can only get that. No, you get you get luxuries.
1: No, and and given some of the news we've seen over the last twenty four forty eight hours, um, spaces are going to be available. You can just go ahead and keep taking kids in this class, and we'll get to that here a, a little bit later on in the show. But this class size right now has not, not many boundaries. <laughs> so take them, take them all and then figure it out. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for pretty much the, you know, the big news on recruiting right now. But as I said, Florida recruiting white hot news could break at any minute about anything. Wouldn't surprise me. um, This is going to be a a crazy last month leading up to early signing day. Uh, It's going to be fun. I think we're going to have a lot of fun leading up to early signing day. You know, temper your expectations. Never expect to get everybody. You won't be as disappointed. But there's plenty to feel good about going forward. All right, guys. Well, let's get into a little Vandy talk as the Gators prepare to head north to take over nashville mike what you got for us on
3: vanderbilt i appreciate it hirsch yeah so what vanderbilt um just had a glance uh they got co- um the head man there is a uh, coach clark lee or leo sorry is he's in his second year at his alma mater with a record of six six and 16 after going 210 last year i'm actually a big fan of their coach i think he has a lot of potential especially being um an, uh, an alum there This this year, they're actually four and six overall, going one and five in the SEC. Why is that one win big? Well, that ended their 26 – yes, 26 – game SEC losing streak. That game was last week against the Will Levis, you know, top overall pick and mocked um, led Kentucky Wildcats, who – if you listen to the show – is um it's not good at football. Go classic 109 yards last week, but that's not the here no there. Stats don't matter. So that being said, and that that is their notable game for the week uh their calendar year. But then again, anyone who had Will Levis on their schedule, I would put that again. So that being said, uh some stats on a team per team rankings. And now points per game, they're 81st in the country at 26.4 yards per game. 86 one, they 86, 363 uh, yards per game. Rush yards per game, it's going to be 70 70th, 70th in the country at 159.7 pass yards a game. 111th, 209.9 yards per game. Sacks, eight. This is um, what they're good at. They definitely have a nice uh, pass protection. Eight, uh, 18th overall. Uh, they uh, only given up 11 sacks on uh, on a season. Third, now for third down uh, conversion, 103rd at 39.86% clip. Now on defense, 121st at points given up at 35.2. Yards per game, 457.8. That's good for 123rd uh, nationally. Rush yards per game. 164.3, good for 91st in the country. Pass yards per game. Two hundred and ninety-three point five, good for one hundred and thirtieth in the country. Sacks. Once again, this is something they are good at. Um are not good at my apologies. I got it backwards there. They've only have 17 sacks on a season. So about what, you know, h- halfway of what Brandon uh Antoine Powell would do uh by himself. Um it's neither here nor there. 110th nationally is uh, is that that's what's that good for? And third down upper uh, uh, percentage we have 43.41, 111th in the country. So some of the impact players on the team we have running back Ray Davis, 181 carries for 860 yards and five touchdowns. Definitely a solid back there. Wide receiver Will Shepard, 52 receptions for 708 yards and nine touchdowns. Linebacker. Rick the Ricky, right? 46 tackles, three picks, and five passes defended. And also you have linebacker Anthony Orgy, <laughs> 93 tackles, one sack, one force fumble, and two fumble recovery. Yeah, I'm going down with that ship. Now, this is what's big. They had a couple injuries, very notable injury, one very notable injury. One, it's gonna be Xavier Castillo and the Bangkok's. Uh, both offensive linemen, they're going to be out for the year. Now, here's the big one. Their starting quarterback, a- A.J. Swan, is questionable. The Coach, um, coach Lee is playing it co- close to the best. In our, um, uh, in our opinion, he's not going to play. Uh, just, well, he's getting out as essentially coach speak. Um, he was a starter entering the South Carolina game. He was injured prior to the half and has yet to play since. So he is listed as, quote, unquote, questionable. Questionable. But on the season, he's thrown for um, well, better, yeah, yeah. He's thrown for uh, two touchdowns, 146 yards uh, against Wake. Uh, he recorded 255 passing yards and four touchdowns in his collegiate debut versus NIU, and passed for 281 and two touchdowns against Ole Miss. And he was uh, on threes midseason, true freshman All American. So he definitely has some talent there. Now, their probable starter. Definitely no slouch. Uh, he's, a, he's definitely a, a runner. He's a, he was a Maxwell Ward watch list uh, to open the year. Recorded six touchdowns and a career-high 245 yards and a win against Elon. Posted four touchdowns and a win at, at Hawaii and 126-yard rushing on 11 carries with a long of 59 for his best rushing. Um, uh, that was rushing. last week. Yeah, last, last week versus week. Kentucky, yeah. I appreciate that. So yeah, that just sums up the good old Commodores, Harvard and South. Once again, much appreciation for their baseball squad and just keeping up our GPA. Yeah, man, they, they do a great job
1: of that. And we appreciate Vandy for all their hard work. Um anything else? We anything else we want to say about Vandy before we move on down the road? I mean, they're they're Vandy.
2: They scrap.
1: Yeah, they're a little more scrappy this year. I, I really, I, I haven't. I like that. I, I like that
3: coach.
2: I really yeah, like their that coach. coach. Talk big at SEC. I don't know if you guys remember. It's yeah, I do. He talked big, and his team is backing up with the talent that he has. As far as a team that doesn't give up and will fight, as you saw, they beat Kentucky last week, and we lost to Kentucky. As Mike loves to always throw in my face.
1: Um, something I I remember. I, I watched them when they played Georgia, and of course Georgia trounced them. It was like fifty-five to nothing. But uh, they're very short on running back help. I believe they have the one guy that they, you know, the one kid that they have is their their, you know, big time running back. But behind that, um, I believe they've got a kid converted over from another position playing running back. Um, Not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. But you know, if you've got one true workhorse and a quarterback that can run,
3: hey, UF running quarterbacks, use. Even though, even though the last one we faced, we did very well. Yep, gotta very keep it
1: well. up. Gotta see our boy Marnie, Bernie uh, doing a little spying this weekend.
3: That's just another day in the office.
1: All right, guys, let's move on down to some uh, some gator talk as we get ready for this trip. Um, a few bits of tid. Um, first and foremost, coming out yeah I announced yesterday, offensive line slash offensive coordinator. Rob uh, Rob Sale nominated for the Broyles Award for, best, for one of the best coaches in the nation. What was that? Um, yes, you heard what I said. Um, Rob Sale, you know, he got that offensive – he does that offensive coordination. Um, yeah. Great job, though, this year, even though um, our boy Kingsley is continuously on skates. But the offensive line has, as a whole, has played very well this year in comparison to years past um now something else we alluded to when we were talking about the uh class let's let's move on to some transfer news it's been a few guys um announced that they were out this week starting the beginning of the week our our boy trent whittemore announced that he'd be transferring as a senior graduate uh this wasn't unexpected everyone pretty much saw this one coming um a lot of rumors that he'll follow his brother Creed over to Mississippi State, and hey, the Pirate will probably make good use of Trent Whittemore over there. He probably has have, have a good season if he goes there.
2: He Doesn't drop the ball. I love him, and he's and he
3: graduated last spring as well.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's going as a graduate, you know, um, transfer. He's you know hate to see him go. Hate to yeah. see him go. He handled it with class. Unlike some, he did not come out. He did not. He's not made any derogatory comments. He's never complained publicly. Um always been a true professional. Big big um wish the kid the best. Hope he goes wherever he goes whether it be Mississippi State or anywhere else and balls out next year. I'd love to see it. I'll be keeping track on him. Um This this morning uh first of all, defensive line Griffin McDowell announced that he was transferring.
3: Um real quick, um I really want to wish him the best. He's done everything the, the program asked him to do. He started out as an old lineman, um, switched over to D-line, dropped a lot, ton of weight, got in great shape. It's just He's just not talented enough. Um, and a lot of people wouldn't make that sacrifice, switching that other side of the ball. And um, it, it, it is what it is. But, you know, it's, I do want to wish him the best because he sacrificed a lot for the program. Agreed.
1: Yep. Um, nothing but goodwill for that young man as well. Um, and then a, a bigger piece of information that came out later this this afternoon. Um, you know, everybody's feel good story. Uh, Mr. Dewan Black was dismissed from the team. Um, the reason for not being disclosed at this time. Um, all I can say is, Dewan was given several chances to do right by himself and do what he needed to do. Not everything is related to on the field, guys. Just always remember that. Um, there, there's other obligations that these young men have to adhere to as part of the program. And Billy, Billy said that off the rip. Um, I know everybody was rooting for want to succeed. Um, you know, uh, hey, we all wanted him to succeed when he got here, but we can't do it for him. He's got to do his part. Mike, you want to you add anything about this? I know you've had thoughts on this for quite a while. Bye.
3: I, I want good I want good humans on my on my football team. I want people that are, are going to have good character. And you saw what Brian Cox and I like how he went out, but you are seeing what selfless uh selfless players and selfless people with good character what that does. One player got off the t- uh on, off the defense. And I'm not even talking about Brent Cox off the ball. I don't I don't I'm talking about this on the field. And you see at six quarters of no points given up, okay, or no touchdowns. So I'm not going to get into the the stuff on uh, Dewan Black, out of respect for him, but I am glad he's off this football team. I've wanted this done for years. All right,
1: Wes, you got any follow-up to that?
3: Nah,
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to bite my tongue. Guys, um... Uh, Nick. Yep. Pardon? What'd you say? Nick, uh, tight end, uh, he trained, he's transferring. Yes. yes.
1: And that was going to lead me to my next point, guys. Um, There's already been a few tra- guys announced they're transferring. And then you see this flurry of activity. Um, It's, it's not a surprise after the final home game that you're seeing some of these announcements. Um, there's going to be a lot more guys. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. Prepare yourself. Don't be shocked. Um, there's going to be kids that leave that don't fit this puzzle. We've talked about the puzzle over and over and over again on this show. Kids have figured out they don't fit this puzzle. They, they, it's not right for them. And some are good
3: kids. It's just, and, like, yes, even, absolutely. Like, I'll give them nothing of, against the kids. Yeah. Like just some, let's just say, let's just use the running backs. If hypothetically, um, Naquan and Lingard, I have nothing bad say about him, but from pretty much, you saw first week his bad scheme fit. Lingard, he needs to be a lead back somewhere. So if you got to go to FCS somewhere, okay, go, you, get, get get some tape. Go, try, try your best at the league. And if it's some, I'll just leave with those two. I'm not going to get.
1: Yeah, but if you saw Lingard go to a USF or a Troy or you know a UAB, I don't know their schemes, so I, I can't say if he fits in those. But it would be a ph- phenomenal opportunity for him to go to one of these schools because he's probably going to be the most talented running back the day he steps on campus. I mean, I don't want to say he will be because who would have thought Montreal Johnson would have been the most talented running back the day he stepped on campus?
3: Or even like a Jackson State, and that, co- and also the coach would maybe would promise him worst case you're splitting reps.
1: Yeah. And and that's what's that's best thing. for the kid. I mean, Correct. you can't you can't ever be mad on a kid for trying to do what's best for him when he only has a short window to make his future. Um and if you realize within that window, and we'll say we'll use Trent more as an example, hey, I have one year to make all the difference on whether I have an NFL career or I'm using my major <laughs> you know, as my at, for my career. Um, you can't you can't hate on a kid for saying, look, I got to go. I got to go try to make the most of this opportunity because it's not going to happen here. So all I can say is, guys, as these notes come out and these kids declare that they're entering the transfer portal or what have you not. Wish them well. Don't say you're a traitor or, you know, let go, hit let the door hit you on the ass on the way out or any of that stuff. Just wish them well on their way. Be be nice about it. Don't don't you know? Don't give other fan bases material to try to say, "Oh, look how these these crappy Gator fans again." You know, just be just be cool about it. It's not. We've always said this: respect the kid's decision. Like we say, man, it's it's their life. So, with that being said, we're gonna move on to some injury news that dropped right as we um. Took to the air, uh, kind of a surprise. Uh, Xavier Henderson is out this week, as well as a uh, Jakavian Frazier's is out again this week.
3: I think we may have seen the last end this season. I it seems that way. I really do. How they described it last week and it really sucks, but um, I really think we did.
1: Well, and if that be the case, heal up, get well, young man. See you in the spring. Um. I, he's talented as can be. I hope we do everything we can to keep that young man here. Hope he knows he's got it. He's got a future on this offense. Um, Justin shorter friend of the show back this week though, from injury. Um, so that's positive news. And a surprising bit on the uh, debt chart actually is that Marcus Burke is listed as the starter over a, uh, Douglas this week. I was kind of surprised when I saw that, but hey, I mean, we know Marcus Burke has talent. It that's that's not questionable, but he must have shown he must be showing something for him to be listed as the starter on the depth chart.
2: I think they they're I think they they're not mixing and matching the receivers. So Douglas is behind Shorter and Burke is behind Hendo. So I think that's okay. how they're doing it and they're not mixing and matching. So whoever you're behind. That's where you're going to
3: be. Would, I could explain it and also limit the amount on the actual kid, which does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. So
1: so we'll get to see, man. I mean, you know, uh, Vanderbilt has a terrible pass defense. Um. Hey, some of these kids might put up some numbers if and if our quarterback is, you know, on his road performances, um, you know, Road AR shows up. We might be in for a big day and through the air. Um, any note? Any anything of note to y'all on the uh, depth chart and injuries? Anything else y'all would like to bring up?
3: Um, honestly, I would just say overall. Um, because I've seen throughout this overall. Kudos to the strength and conditioning.
1: It's been um, a very coach. good season. Cain, for injuries. Like,
3: um strength conditioning, uh, the team because it's not one person. But a lot of people don't realize. Like, it t- I I'll always like to use the example of the L. A. Chargers. That team's been injured for t- a decade, and it's it sums up and however they're doing the training. But it's between it's just stretch, stretching. It goes down to even your diet. There's all these little things that nobody thinks about. Oh, he's injury prone. Well, if ten people are out year over year that's not individuals now we maybe had, it's one or two injury prone people but if you see different people every single season that's a red flag
2: yeah so we you had the first problem.
3: year yeah i know and, and if we had a first M- year must champ must champ but if we had a but you, you could, there could be an outlier but like what if but the how it's been steady eddy unless you 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 will, you will be nicked up like Osa, you know you know with like torrents but that's inevitable at the football especially in the, in the trenches so kudos to our um strength and conditioning staff i don't i don't think anyone's ever said it but we are very fortunate
1: yeah this is that's that's been a knock on wood a very we you know good thing this year um one other thing of note that i forgot to mention um with uh hindo out of the game uh ricky persal will be returning punts and back at kick return with um Trevor Etienne this week. So uh i have to call him, might man. might get to see something exciting with when Ricky gets a ball in space. Hopefully we get to see it.
2: The lanes have been there. I've seen we'll like, see? Yeah, the lanes have been there. You just can't you don't have that uh who, H- Etienne? No, Hendo. Etienne has broken a couple. But
3: Yeah, not for touchdowns, but uh eight he yard. Hey, hey. he all right, all right. But um what are you saying, Hershey?
1: Yeah, anyway. All right, guys, we're going to move on down now to our pick six. We do it every week, and as we hit the pick six, we want to talk about our partnership with Prize Picks, guys. Prize Picks is the new and exciting way to play daily fantasy. We are not playing against other players. You're playing against the spreads available, and what that basically means is, like, if – you either choose the over or under against projections. Say AR is picked for 50 yards. Will he get over 50 yards or under 50 yards? And you can play up to six entries. And with our code, RESPECT100, picks is going to match your first entry up to $100. So if you put in $50, they give you $50. If you put in $25, you get $25. And if you put in 100 you get $100. It's simple, easy to use. Um, I use it myself. It's available in Florida, Georgia, California, 30 states across the United States. Um, Give it a try, guys. I really like it. I think you will, too. Very simple. All right, guys. Let's hit up the pick six where we do this every week, where we pick three things the Gators need to do to beat their opponent and three things we need to avoid. And we start off with the three things we need to do to beat Vanderbilt. Wes, hit us
2: up. Dominate the trenches. I know Mike has talked about his side of the ball with, his, with Rob Sale. I'm going to talk about turning the boys. Since Cox has been gone, our D-line, as evidenced by Desmond Watson last week on his Heisman uh, pose that was trending across Twitter, our uh, D-line has been dominated uh, since Cox has left uh, his boy Powell um, my guy, Princely, those guys have been doing a number, so we have to continue to dominate the trenches. Uh, the offensive line has been doing a good job, with the exception that we kind of want to see more of our center position. But uh, Turner and his boys on the D line have been doing an excellent job, so we have to cool. continue to dominate the trenches. Turner? What? You said Turner? Oh my bad, I apologize, <laughs> Coach Chaos. I'm thinking, of, my I'm thinking lord, I'm thinking. Coach Chaos. Ooh. My bad, because I call be, him
1: Chaos.
3: Couldn't could be really, my, my bad. Couldn't be my coaches, Coach Chaos. My
2: God, I need, I need whatever. Damn, West Y'all is smoking I, I, tonight. Thank, thanks for catching that, Mike. But Coach Chaos Ooh. and the boys have been doing what they, they said. Morning
3: in the chat, but my goodness,
2: my soccer little boy, Ooh. Boom, uh, a pack of wild dogs. They have been a pack of wild dogs the last couple weeks. You saw the, the thing I have on our Facebook, uh, the video of him them getting together. So, yeah, shout-out oh, okay. to, to Boone and the boys.
1: Oh, yeah. Way to go, Coach Turner. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Mike, what do we need to do to beat Vanderbilt?
3: AR, to up. I need have a completion percentage above 50%, but I know that's asking a lot. It's on the road, AR, Mike. You know what? When you're sub-50 at 47%, I don't have any hope. So, um, I'm hoping for my downfall. All right.
1: In the um, work
3: Grizzly, I'll pray for my downfall.
1: Okay. Uh, mine is keep running the football, man. Why stop? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Give me 50 more carries this week. Hell, I don't care. Give those boys 100 more yards each. Let them both try to get to 1,000 this year. I know it's a tough stretch, but, um. I like having a competent running game. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about yeah.
3: it. I think 50 should be the minimum, to be honest. That, 50 carries a game? I think that should be the benchmark, absolutely.
1: Absolutely, the way we our offense runs. I mean, and with a running quarterback? Seems pretty simple to me. All right, three things we need to avoid to beat Vanderbilt. Mike, what do we need to avoid?
3: um if that's if the scrambling quarterback starts like we, we think he is we have to um, avo- avoid you know breakdown. So we got to you know CD5 uh, contain gap you know uh, assignment football gap, gap control don't run past the quarterback it's not hard to do um it does get you frustrating as an offensive player when you get you can get upfield however you do need to retreat once you you hit about three about three, three three and a half steps and and that. come back into your lane so once again responsibility football coach turner has coached a up for uh two staffs now i believe so um coach turner, you know, huh? it's, yeah, I I I said two steps for a reason. But um <laughs> so with that being said, just to uh like I said play responsibility football contain a running quarterback who obviously is talented enough and has proven so. We we did it versus Jaden Daniels.
2: Absolutely. Wes. Um we need one, to avoid one thing the offense has been doing is I know Naquan had one last week, uh, but that was when the game was out of reaches. we have them return the ball, and that includes AR. Uh, we continue when when you play an inferior team, which they are an inferior to us, no uh, question, no doubt about that. They're an inferior football team to us, talent wise, uh, skill wise, coaching wise. We have the better team. And the way you can let a, a, a inferior team stay in the ballgame and potentially beat you is by uh, turnovers. So we have to continue our streak. I don't want to, I don't know if we really can call it a streak because of the late fumble by Naquan, but I'm going to call it a streak because uh, there's no way to get that out. Out of there, but you know, he fumbled the ball. Uh, but no fumbles, no ints. Ar is on, I think, like four games in a row now with no no picks. And I don't know, I don't think our team really fumbles the ball at all. I, I don't remember a fumble since, oh Montreal, since Montreal did against uh Utah. Have we fumbled since then? We are now because I said. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 damn,
3: you, you damn read a five-paragraph essay, Wes. <laughs>
2: have we fumbled about next like, season? Have we fumbled since Montreal did it? I don't know. I try not to think about it, man. Yeah, let's just, just say <laughs> fumble, remember. brother. All right. picks. All right.
1: My thing we need to avoid. Uh, I hate early football games. We got to avoid a slow start on the road. Um, Same thing we had at A&M. All Um. um Man, I, I hate. It's 11 o'clock, too. Every time we go to Nashville, it seems like we get off the, the block slow. I need these boys to come out and put up like they did against South Carolina. Give me three tutties in the first quarter, and let's let's ride. That's what we need to do. Avoid a slow start. All right, guys. Impact player of the week. No AR, no Ventrell. We do it every week. Mike.
3: Amari Bernie, we get love Amari
1: Bernie. Who would have thought we have been saying how much we love Amari Bernie at the beginning of the season? Not this
3: guy, no <clears throat> doubt. But he's um, come a long way. I, he, he was the Antichrist for about four years. So hey, who would have thunk it? But I'm glad I'm, um, I'm more. I'm 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 extremely proud. Uh, proud of a young uh, young man. He's done tremendous, and I think he'll get drafted now. Well deserved.
1: Yes, sir. So Wes.
3: With that, oh, but my fault. And, and you're, no, you're fine. Just bottom line, it goes back to the quarterback that I believe we're they're going to have. They're, they can't really uh, throw the ball like that, and I think you are going to tr- truly try to run the ball. So it's going to be a front seven ball game.
1: I'm already, already going to be in that spy position once again.
2: All right, Wes. Who's your impact player of the week? Um, just kind of mixing more of an impact when you know the news came out with the depth chart. We get already. I already had my guy in mind and Caleb Douglas with Shorter coming back. And, you know, we know it was a lower extremity injury. He may be on the snap count. Uh, so with him maybe being on the snap count, and then you have uh, Marcus Burke over there replacing uh, Hindo. Rick is really the only re- receiver that we have with experience. So I expect Caleb Douglas when he gets those snaps for uh, Shorter, being that I'm assuming or thinking when you have those kind of low extremity injuries that you're probably going to be on a snap count that Caleb Douglas needs to come through uh, and be as he has the last two weeks He's continued to develop. Uh, the kid has looked good. Uh, shout out to Casey again uh, in his development with that true freshman. Uh, so I, I expect uh, Caleb Douglas to uh, hope that Caleb Douglas can really make an impact in the passing game.
1: Um, Mine's the, uh, MVP of the offense this season. Montreal Johnson. Um Montreal Johnson is is steady Eddie, man. Every week. Just brings it. Um uh, you might argue that Osiris might be the MVP of the offense, but Montreal puts in those tough carries, man. Um love the kid, love his work ethic, love his love his whole personality. Um can't wait to see this kid for one more year at least in Gainesville.
3: Thanks for going out on the limb there, Hirsch.
1: <laughs> well, I went with Ethan White last week. I think I can afford to go with That's somebody fair. else. That's fair. That's fair. So limb that. All right. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> All right, guys. Let's give a score prediction for the week. Wes, who you what you got? I'm 142
3: to um Five, or I don't know. What you got? You forgot a <laughs> comma. You forgot a comma.
2: <laughs> I think their running quarterback gives us a little bit of trouble just because that's our bugaboo. Uh, so i go with 37 to 10. They they'll we'll And I think they get those late with the younger guys coming in. Uh, so I give us 37 to 10. Seemed like we're allergic to getting 40, so I'm going to go 37 to
1: 10. I was going to say the same thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mike?
2: That, Any is two,
3: that is bugaboos! That is no, you know, bugaboo free tonight, thank God. <laughs> and um, I guess this is the second week in a row. Wes and I have had to change roles. Um, I guess I'm the sunshine pumper, and uh, one, we're not getting a damn touchdown on us again, and two, we're we're getting a we're getting a burger. Okay.
0: Forty-three
1: to three, baby. Mm. I love our team. I will believe it when we score 40. That's that's when I believe we're gonna
3: score forty. Um AR on the road, you said Could you we score
1: forty? Absolutely. We could have scored forty many times this year. Um, I've got 36, 17, only because Vandy always gives us a little bit of a of, of a trip up. They don't they don't always come close to beating us, but they just play us tough for about the first two, three quarters. Yeah, even but, when
2: Traz had that phenomenal year a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah. Weird game. And
1: and it being a noon game on the road, I just I know we're going to come out a little slow, you know, but still, I mean, it could be a blowout. I, absolutely. If these boys come out like they have the last two, you know, six quarters combined, it could be a, a really good game. But I'm going to be a uh, kind of conservative there. All right, guys, I know uh, Wes is going to Wes asked some fans if they had some questions they'd like us to ask on Facebook. So, being the pod of the people, we're going to go ahead and try to answer some of those questions for y'all tonight. Wes, hit us up with some of these questions that the good folks asked.
2: Yeah, I picked a few. Uh, Some of you guys' questions we already answered, so I apologize that we uh, didn't do it directly, Uh, but we answered some of those already during the podcast uh, on Sunday, or Monday night, and the ones tonight. So, uh, the first one is going to come from, and I apologize if I mess up your name, Dennis connington uh he says what are the chances of ar returning in your opinion
3: uh zero zero point one i will not apologize and i say none i think fsu is his last game as a gator as it should be um not saying negatively anything negative about him i just think whereas uh me personally, I don't have any intel on that. I just think his mind is going uh, – and it's he's in NFL mode right now. Going even based on his quotes, you know, I'm, 240 pounds are going to feel it. Hasn't, dealt, hasn't been talking like that all year. And I think that's more of I need to get to the league and uh, get the money because he, he's worst case, uh, second, third-round pick, worst, absolute worst case being mocked in the first round. He's trending forward right now, so there you go.
1: Yeah, I know there's four or five teams that are really seriously looking at him at the first round. Correct. Um, and so um, and they can get
3: that even if he's a second round quarterback, you're getting like look at the Eagles right now; they're screwed. What hurts because they don't have the fifth, fifth year option. So even if it's like a Lamar, uh, Lamar Jackson trade back up into the first round, get that. Yeah, I was gonna option. say I They'll think he's save. one of those
1: guys that if he floats past the twenty mark, um, yep. somebody's trading up percent Somebody, Somebody's going to trade back into the first to take that flyer. Somebody probably with a quarterback that they've got under contract for another year or two that they can, they can park him behind and um, work out some bad habits and get him to learn the playbook. And then you're, you know, potential, potential city. All right, Wes, hit us with another
2: one. All right. Second question uh, from Chris Sorley. He wants to know, are we seeing the gators are we seeing that the gators identity come into form offense and defensively
3: i'd say as much as possible given the the players you, you we haven't seen i, don't, I, I mean I don't, less we probably seen less than a half of what bill uh billy uh you know uh, Napier's. Has I mean it's he didn't we don't have the, we don't have the talent on the outside you know we don't have you know the, 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 uh, the offensive lineman or truly run his zone uh, Ethan White's a good Ethan White's not bad at football Ethan White's just not a good zone offensive lineman that's just how it is he's he's healthy for one once in his life and he's just not a good zone back It's like Naquan we are very thin at receiver we just can't run half of half of, if not more than the plays defensively. We we've gotten exponentially better. Why? It's we got more time for Tony Scheme. You don't go from oh this is the worst defense ever to six quarters of them not scoring a touchdown. Like in SEC play. So it's I mean it's it's right there. So
1: you're 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 seeing things evolve definitely. Um like Mike said. Uh offensively you're severely handcuffed still, I believe. Absolutely. Um, Because of the players, and I believe even because of A.R.'s development is still very, you know, it hinders what you can do and can't do. He can't. Can he make every pass physically? Yes. Does he make every pass and every read? Absolutely not. And we know that. We've we've covered that, you know, every week it feels like. Um, I think there's still quite a bit left to that playbook. To run um you don't see our tight ends being used almost at all um <laughs> passes to the halfbacks, to the running backs hardly at all those plays are in his playbook <laughs> um so defensively that's just a steady evolution of players learning the scheme learning to play within the scheme um coaches making corrections and adjustments mid-season to whatever they need to do uh, you're still not seeing a lot of exotic blitzes, I don't feel like. I mean, I think there's a long way to go once they get the talent. I think I think next year you'll see it'll look a lot different than even it has this year.
3: I don't think you'll you'll see everything until about year three. To no, point. they've got
1: to get the talent in and then coach them up because it's new players once again coming in and learning it. But I think you've got more of an opportunity to get kids without bad habits yeah. into your scheme.
2: And I and I also think that's why we harped on uh, to your question, Chris. We'll see more of what they were just saying, as far as offensive, defensively, and plus that's why it was so important to be bowl eligible to get those extra fifteen practices in as well. That's a great point, Wes. uh, Yeah, very good point. That'd be very very helpful towards the team as far as building and continue to build the culture that we are seeing now as we continue to go.
3: Especially uh, with certain players like possibly shorter or AR not playing, yeah. or even like a garage, which gets the younger guys reps, and Man. you find out. Okay, yeah, yeah,
2: Last question. We're just going to do three tonight. Uh, this is from Will Waterson. Uh, I think I'm. I don't think just one of us need to answer this question. Uh, he says, "What is it going to take for our defense to get off the field on third down? We play the softest coverage every time." time and
1: growth. I I mean, it's just going to, I mean, (laughs) uh, that's not the easiest question. Just to answer. I mean, obviously it's going to take making plays. I mean, that's the easy answer, but it's going to take time and, and getting your players that fit your scheme that can, you know, that can do what you need them to do. Um, I know Mike probably has a better take on this, having played before at a higher level. But, so there's um, a couple of things
3: like there's certain coverages you can't run. You're like, okay, why is X? Like, why is the corners off? Well, you got you can't run certain coverages because of another player. So uh, one player indirectly being bad, one player it being bad would indirect would, would would cause you can't run maybe a cover two hypothetically, if that person can't play his own or if he's not good. So like, it's Jason players... Marshall
1: is an example in this.
3: Yeah. I didn't want to say names, but like, yeah, if you no, have a bad... we've
1: said it, we've said it on the show.
3: Yeah. So there's certain schemes you cannot, you can and cannot run based on your personnel as a bottom line. Okay. But the main thing is you have six quarters right now. We have not, allowed a touchdown and yeah, that's where i was gonna go so i don't know how that is just like it explains itself so let the man do what the man's doing with the crappy personnel <laughs> that's
2: not up to the forest no I, 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 i'm not trying I, to, I'm to, about laugh. to laugh because that, that you you're going exactly where i was gonna go yeah we haven't we haven't allowed a touchdown in like other than the special team touchdown in sixth quarter. So we haven't stopped te- we have stopped Soccerland on third down conversion. And we We've have stopped much him on third down.
3: Soccer on sixty-three.
1: But and but here's the thing, and we're still 120 knots in the country in third down. Yeah.
2: So I, I I get where his question is coming from. Just like Tony not a bad question. But yeah, just yeah. like the, the players have to learn uh Tony's system. Tony's learning the players as well. So this is not he's learning what they can and cannot do. Um, in ball games, is he said because Dina's played a lot better for some odd yes. kind of reason. He's they moved him. Trick. We haven't. I haven't seen him out of place in a while. And at the same time, <laughs> it, like you said, they moved him to free safety and moved and moved Torrance. Yep. Okay. You also,
3: what's a coach? Does a coach want to sacrifice a little for one season or more? Stay to his long term blueprint.
2: Yeah, exactly. that's something
3: we're never going to know. May know in like in a decade. But if you want, what's what do you want to look at? Okay, a short term when we maybe beat Kentucky, but that sacrifices this. You know, or like we adhere to the guys that'll be gone next year. Or exactly. do you want to just more play eighty ninety percent of what we're gonna always play for? You know, Billy's I'm where years. you. I'm where you at, Mark. And Sometimes I'm honestly, guess what? Sometimes you can't be you ten, can't to 10 be games. We're not gonna win a natty. I don't give. A, I don't give a well, I and it goes like.
1: back to something I said earlier in the year, and I was wrong about. And I will, I will definitely be the first one to admit I was wrong in saying this. When I said we needed to play the kids more, um, that was an emotional reaction more than it was a thought out reaction, because you definitely would have put those kids out there and blown up their confidence early. I the think you that, yes, you would have. You would have seen some of these kids get down on themselves and possibly even leave. Yeah. I mean, it, it yeah. happens all the time. You put yeah. them in a bad situation where they can't succeed. The, you know, the coaches know, like, you know, Mike said it before, the coaches know what they see in practice. Yeah. And, and that's and it. they You're know what they mind. know
2: of the playbook. Yeah, I, didn't I didn't know that, Hersh. That was a guy I'm glad you told me. That. I didn't pay attention to that. I didn't know that This Torrance and Dean Switch uh, position. And that, Somebody that pointed been- it out to
1: me that ever <laughs> since they flipped them, that, that Dean has played a lot better. Now, okay. um, now, if you go back and watch, say, the play that he got the fumble recovery in the last game, he got was beat. burned. <laughs> it
2: happens to everybody.
1: Happens yeah, but he everybody. was in position because he yeah. was burned to get the fumble recovery.
3: He forced, hey. he's, that's called trusting your teammates, Hirsch.
1: Absolutely. Yes, <laughs> that's what that's called. He knew Kamari was more yeah. talented and was going to make that play. I'm glad you're aware. <laughs> All right, guys. We appreciate your questions. We're going to try to do this more often. Um, you know, like I said, we want to be a part of the people. Answer these questions. This guy right here, he just, you know, Mike doesn't like the people. You'll have to excuse him. <laughs> He's not the people's champ.
3: I'm retired.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, guys. We're going to do some weekly pick-ems now. And, um, oh, boy, speaking of Mike, my God. The boy Mike is catching up fast with an eight and two week. Your boy Hirsch went six and four. And well, the, you know, Mike's my, our man, Wes, yeah. mailed in his picks. I will say Wes mailed in his picks before the deadline. Got him in at about 1145 right before kickoff there uh, last week. Uh, Mike, and they, Wes looked like five. And five, five. Yeah, well, not a lot of thought. Had an extra day of prep and and it still <laughs> went five and five,
3: <laughs> and still picked Arkansas. Yeah.
1: So currently on the season, Hirsch seventy two and thirty four, Mike closing the gap fast at sixty nine and thirty seven, and our boy Wes is down there at sixty five and forty one. Woo-wee. wee! All right, well, slate of games this week. Not real promising, but we're going to pick them just the same. And we're going to start off with our f- favorite team on this show, the TCU Horndogs at Baylor. Mike, say it.
3: I hate to do this, man. I really do. Uh-oh. Is Cinderella's bubble about to burst? But as every year Couple of things always happen. The Pac twelve, the Pac twelve, and the Big Twelve just flat out played themselves out of the playoff. What happened last week? Pac twelve playing themselves out of the playoff. What's gonna happen this week? Baylor get upset the Horn Frogs and cancel out the Big Twelve out of the playoff. I got Baylor.
2: Pac oh, twelve, pardon. I'm just saying the Pac-US, still there for Pac-12.
1: Sure about that? They got to do some work. We'll get to them in a minute. Or we'll get, Yeah, we will. We'll get to them in a second. You go ahead and pick this game, though, Wes. TCU. Yeah, man, I love some TCU. I, I picked against them once this year, and I got burned. Not doing it again. Horn dogs. All right, this pick's on here for comical purposes. Um... <laughs> I know our fan base will love this part. So, uh, Miami at Clemson. We uh we said we weren't picking Miami till they beat somebody, and they boy they really got off the old schnoz last week. Our boy Corey Brown had a great game against the Ramblin' wreck up in Atlanta. Wes, who you got?
2: In the words of the late great Kobe Bean Bryant, "Easy money, Clemson. Easy money."
3: Mike. Mind if I ask a question prior to my pick? Yeah, ask that question. Are we spotting? Are we giving a, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, a, Miami this is a straight This is a straight, straight. pick. Um, just out of res- historical respect, I'm going to go with uh, a old Clemson Miami game. And I'm going to give a score prediction as well, if you don't mind. We got it. We'll October it down, 24, 2015. Al Gold in its final game. 58 nothing. Ooh, 58-0. Oh, yeah. I, like, I wrote it down.
1: Let me tell you something right now. It's be about Clemson's defensive line ain't Georgia Tech's defensive line. They better buckle yeah. some damn chin straps up because uh, I don't care what D.J. Onomatopoeia does. Um, <laughs> Clemson's going Clemson's gonna to bust, bust these boys in the mouth. I don't know what the score is going to be, but it ain't going to be pretty. And Will Shipley, yeah, Will Shipley is the key. All right, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma.
3: Wee wee. It's gotten
1: pretty ugly out there in uh
3: in Norman. I love it. What you think, Mike? Uh, I think one one uh, school has a ECF quarterback and the other doesn't. So I'm going to go at uh OK State. Go Pokes. He's a man, damn it. About 50. Hit us up, Wes.
2: Going with Gundy and the boys.
3: Yeah,
1: you know, there's a part of me that really wants to say, you know what, Oklahoma pulls a shocker here. But then I thought, nah, they're not doing it. Give me Oklahoma State. Because Barry Sanders is my favorite running back of all time. That's the only, (laughs) you know, motivation I need. Alright, now we said we'd get to USC and here we are. A game that at the beginning of the year I would have told you wouldn't be that interesting, but um, USC at UCLA, a game that used to actually be fun it is fun again. Maybe.
2: Wes, who you got? Um, I am going to go to sleep? It scares me, man. I'm going to go with the Trojans.
0: All
1: right,
3: Mike. I got to go with the combo. The combo. Chip Kelly and DTR. Take me home. Pause.
1: Yeah, I don't know about all that. Um, UCLA home game looks like a... Uh, Kind of an excited, uh, bloated Miami home game. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Trojans on this one. Staying in the Pac-12. Um, our boys from Utah travel to Oregon to play the Bo Nix and the Ducks. Mike, can Bo Nix-laid football team get it done? Bo Nix play
3: Eh, whatever. Give me Utah. Utah for Mike. I think they could, I I think the teams to have a. Uh, I think they're still pissed at the coach for causing pulling a uh, crystal ball, costing in that ball game. Not great, West? Landing. Not great.
2: West. I'm go- yeah. Oh, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm going with Bo Okay. Jesus Christ.
1: My God. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Utah because I need our strength of schedule to continue to look fantastic. So, um guys, before we get on with our next pick, I got a little bit of uh breaking news. Mark Fletcher just decommitted from Ohio State. <laughs> Woo! Let's go, uh, baby. That's what you let's tune go. in for. Live let's breaking go.
3: news. <laughs> um,
2: um,
1: yeah, we sound terrible. All right. Well then, um, be on standby, ladies and gentlemen. Could be some good news coming down the pipe soon. All right, boys. Um, Going to the ACC for a real thriller here, but you know what? This game will probably be pretty good. Duke at Pitt. Duke 7-3 and three on the season. That's damn Elko, right? Huh? Yeah. Think- Wes? Oh, it's Wes's turn. <clears throat>
2: The is and Pitt. Pitt is at home, correct? So I'm going with Pitt.
3: All right. West with Pitt. Go ahead, Mike. I love uh, Duke. I love – friendly reminder, uh, Coach Turner was a potential uh, DC hire. Or was, was it the actual DC when we took him to be our D-line coach. But I will go with Pitt. Love the running back. I'm a fan of Slovis from USC transfer.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I I like Slovis. He's a good quarterback. And,
3: and that running um, back's a monster.
1: If Slovis would have finished the game against Tennessee, I think no, Pitt wins don't that game. I won't get Yeah. And who knows what happens in this season? But I don't. You know, I digress. It is what it is. That's what makes college football season what it is. Um. Man, as we really fight, I'm going with Pitt as well as if I didn't notice that. Um, man, I'm telling you, we're fighting for good games here. Illinois is at Michigan. Illinois seven and three on the season.
2: I like what old boy's been doing down there. Um, but I'm uh, he well, lost not, last week. What not scoring points? I mean, he's. Have you known when last time Illinois has been seven and three? Uh, so I'm a I'm gonna go with Michigan though. Uh, he he yeah, he had that upset loss last week down there. Uh, so the Alani, uh, if they had one last week, I probably would have been more inclined to maybe dig a little bit deeper, but I'm going with Harbaugh or khaki pants. I just picked this so you would say pack khaki pants again. Yep, khaki pants. <laughs>
1: Hit us up, Mike.
3: Some say slacks. Um, <laughs> Is it business casual? But I, I, I digress. <laughs> um, call me old fashioned. I'm going to go with Michi- Michigan. All right. The guy that wears the same kind of pants that Mike wears shorts. Um. <laughs> hey, you know what? Listen, got it. I got to keep the fans happy, my man. Got to keep the fans happy. Guys, those of you that watch on our YouTube
1: channel, keep leaving the comments about Mike Shorts. We love them. <laughs> we read them every week. We get a good me and Wes get a good laugh. And Mike knows that he's pleasing that y'all are checking out his stuff. So <laughs> pause. 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 Oh, Gotta
3: got keep the fans happy. All right.
1: Texas at Kansas. Texas. Oh, okay. We'll go right ahead. Oh, oh, damn. Sh- was hey, it my turn? It was my it turn.
3: Does, right hey, hey, no, no, no. Please please pick that team.
2: Thanks.
3: Go with it, Mike. I know this, where you're going. This, this man's picking Texas in in November? <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you seen that bum at quarterback? Have Say you, it. They're burning his jersey. I'm not even making a joke. If he loses, he, he, he's cutting off his mullet. <laughs> All right, give me the J- rock, chalk, Jayhawk. Woo!
1: That's what I was waiting on right there. Golly, fired up. He working my. That's a heck too much. The fighting, Danny Manning's baby. Come on,
0: <laughs> let's
1: go, Kansas. I'm taking Kansas too. Give me. A... Got to make some ground. Kansas having a great season, man. I, for Kansas, I'm. I'm... I'm liking what they got going on out there. All right. Now I'm about to really put Dan West in a corner.
2: Oh no, Miss.
1: Oh Miss at Arkansas.
2: Give me old. Mike. Piss.
1: Mike. No, no. Oh, oh no. Look at you, man. Stealing all the picks. All right. Oh Miss for Ole Miss for West. He finally got off Sam Pittman. Got
2: off. <laughs> I'm off the bandwagon.
1: Yeah, he's off the Arkansas bandwagon. You may not have known it, but West picked Arkansas to finish second in the West. <laughs>
2: I did. <laughs>
3: I I, I I remember my first beer. Hit <laughs> um, us. I can go with Jordan Freshwater.
1: Man, Ole Miss was so close to beating Bama. I I hope Wayne comes out firing on all cylinders and just you know that team's close, man. That team is really close. Yeah, they got um, two more
3: two more games of. Old Lane, so
1: yeah, they they they're they're huh. real close to getting Lane a big pay raise. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. <laughs> hey, All right, they they, might, they better cherish them. Final game of two teams that have gone kind of south real quick here at the end of the season: Syracuse at Wake Forest. Mike,
3: this is truly a pick em. so It gonna, really I'm, is. I'm going to go Point with flip you. game. <laughs> I got to I got to go with the the state that has cookout.
1: Wake Forest. You know, Wake, uh, Wake Forest? Got to go
2: Wake. Wes? Yeah, I'm going go with Sam Hartman and the home team. Man, I don't know if that's much of a home field advantage. Wake.
1: <laughs> All the doctors are out there, future it's doctors, engineers. It is a long it's a long it's it's flight
2: for Syracuse.
1: I don't know man, a lot of rumors that uh Hartman might be on his way out of town. Um but yeah, uh, Syracuse fell off fast. Um yeah, let me down. Man, so I'm going to go ahead and take weight mainly cuz I got to keep pace with Mike, um, you know, make ah. a dream, make a dream. Yep. All right guys, been another great episode. Broke some news here late. Um, <laughs> Man, I'm telling you what, Ohio State get in the closet, Ryan Day. Who we just te- I, one? They had one running back commit, and we're about to go snatch their stuff. But you know, Miami fans think they're coming down. He's coming down there. So what do I know? Um, Miami fans are really dialed in right now. You know, <laughs> they they know what's happening. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, Our boy Mario will be sending out some more copy pasta for his recruits here shortly. Uh, Jesus. Jesus. Guys, we appreciate y'all tuning in once again and uh, dealing with our foolishness and silliness. We try to keep it fresh for y'all every week. Um, Anything y'all want to add?
2: Just go Gators. I'm good. Uh, Go
3: Gators and um, Bateman, Bateman got us. Bateman got us until he don't
1: got us. Um, Maybe that'll be soon. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Guys, as always, make sure you go download the episode. We're available wherever you get your podcast from. Um, You know, and check out the YouTube channel. Please be sure to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. That helps us a great deal. Like every video, leave a comment. And um, make sure if you'd like to support us as creators, you hit us up on our Patreon. Um, every dollar we make, we put right back in the show. We appreciate y'all and everything you do for us and just giving us your time every, each and every week. And with that being said, I'm going to throw it to Wes so he can send us home.
2: Wes. Appreciate it, Hirsch. Uh Sorry, guys, I wasn't here last Thursday, and I didn't say this on Monday. Uh, but as we know, Veterans Day was last Friday, so salute to our troops. Thank you all who listen to our podcast uh, for your service if you are a veteran or if you're active duty as well so just get all to all of you guys thank you for your service and again if you are a veteran yourself or know someone as a veteran and you have questions about uh, anything as far as uh, disability once you get out please hit us up and we answer those questions again a salute to our troops and thank you guys for your service and go Gators
0: go, go Gators, Gators.
1: till next week guys peace
2: peace